longest running sports talk show in the yard with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. They lied about the weather today. Oh, well, I'm listening to the weather driving in. 97 for the high. It was 104 in my car. My car What's thermometer car? said 104. I don't think it's over like 97 all day. No, it's hotter than that. The whole drive so. over, it was hotter than that. The whole drive. Between 101 and 104, the whole drive. I think that's your car. Weatherman. Lying didn't seem that hot. I went out mowed today, did some push mowing, right. didn't seem that hot. Mind. It's hot. That was hot. I didn't think it was 104 or 101. Wow. Wait till tomorrow if you didn't think it was. Well, okay. Tomorrow's going to be even hot. 109 day. tomorrow for heat the 17th days. of August today. This day, I think, is like 97. It's so hot we had to get... Uh, uh, help. We needed help. <laughs> We're beat down from the heat. Jason Hopkins hanging out with us. You're going to move that mic towards you now. There you go. Hanging out with us today, the uh, sports editor of the Texarkana Gazette. It is awesome to see you again. Yep. <laughs> Not, yeah, no, I don't care what that thing says on your phone. It's hotter than that. It's official. Whatever. It's good to be here again. It's good to have you. This is better than being out uh, digging ditches. Mm-hmm. Are y'all going to bring me back those uh, those times when you make those righteous picks? Or- oh, it's righteous. righteous. Yeah. yeah, we'll bring you in. Are you righteous <laughs> enough, Hopkins? I always thought those were fun. Are you righteous enough? I believe so. You can, you're going to tell us who you want and not tell us not, who you think is going to win. Right. Yeah. All right. If you got We're that. We're some righteous picks today on who's going to win district well, and who's going to do things like that. How yeah. about this? Are we got we got college starting uh, next weekend? Yeah, but they're jumping again. Yeah. No, I'm not here next Thursday. Have Hopkins yeah. come in. Oh, okay. There you go. See, I'm trying well, to fix you up. So. I, I didn't bring three for Thursday since we had Hopkins, by the way. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought it'd be rude to. Oh no! It's never rude. It's never rude to do three for Thursday. Because you said we're going to have him for the whole hour. No, he didn't know that. Maybe he has <laughs> ten minutes. You never know. Anyway, it's uh, it's that time of the year again when all the small boys, big boys, medium sized boys, get themselves all jazzed up for football. It's the worst version of the boys of fall I've ever heard. Boys of, <laughs> it's not boys of fall. It's the reality. <laughs> Jesse's like, that's a horrible version. It wasn't a version. It's what it is. And and not to leave out the, the ladies, the moms in particular are very jazzed for football, but... Not all the young ladies that are part of... I I most of them don't even know what's going on out there. Really? Yeah, they're like, I don't know what they're doing. You're I'm going to ask girls tomorrow in class. Queen. She didn't know what was going well, on. Well, she knew because she was raised to love the Packers. Yeah. She was well-versed on all things football. I, 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 with you that she doesn't know, know what she's talking about. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, you do because since football is uh, actually uh, we got a scrimmage tonight, pretty big one, more tomorrow, but uh, officially we start next week, yeah. which means for all folks in Texture Canada, that means the Gazette's special football edition is among us. Yep. Soon in our midst. When? Sunday. Sunday. Now, how many years has it been in magazine form? Uh, this will be the fifth year. Fifth year it's in magazine form. Do you have any idea how far back that edition goes? Oh, man. it. I've been at the Gazette 16 years, and it's been 16 years. They've been doing it for 16 you years. You can verify that back. long. Yeah. But i got to think it goes back. No, it goes back further than that because I remember when I've – the very first year I worked at the Gazette, I had to build it. So I had to, like, go back in the archives and figure out what I was supposed to do, how to build it. So, I mean, I'm sure it was at least five years before I started that they were doing it. So 20, 21 years at the very least. See, I think it goes back even more than that. It seems like I would think. it's been around as long as I can remember that they've mm-hmm. had a, a preview edition. It used to come out on Fridays, didn't it? Yes, the Friday of the first game of the yeah. year. Next Friday. Yeah. 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 But now Sunday, I like Sunday better because a lot of people do just Sunday mm-hmm. hard copies now. They're up. So. Uh, I like Friday. Well, not everybody gets the hard copy. Well, I'll bring on yours Friday. Friday. Between Sunday and Friday, for guys like you and I that rely on that for information when you're calling games, I would lose it. 
I would lose it between Sunday and I Friday. I see you doing that. That's the thing. You go, put that thing. You're and a man that thinks he was in the Bahamas last week. And then I can't find it. So I liked Friday because that was the morning of the game. You got it in your hand, first game, there you go. But so that's some, selfish. If somebody misses it this Sunday, mm-hmm. they wake up Tuesday morning and go, oh, I meant to go to the rack or whatever. Can you go buy the yeah, is that during the week? They can. We print thousands of extra copies. I mean, we still have bundles of the ones from last year and the year before. All right. So Wait, did you say wake up Tuesday morning? Like you went right past Monday <laughs> and you wake up Tuesday morning? Yeah. Like I forgot about that thing on Sunday. Yeah. Really? I have a delay on my brain. <laughs> That's a long hangover, I'm just gonna say. Well, I have pretty good you, Sunday, you went right past Monday. There's a camera game Sunday night and that usually drives me to drink. Yeah. Well, this has become a labor of your love, apparently, because what used to be a crew of guys that worked on this mm-hmm. is pretty much uh, yeah, you was, and Rick Thomas. Yeah, and it was probably 75% me. Uh, it was very hard. Normally, I just I just lay it out, and then I would write maybe four or five stories, whoever I was going to cover that year probably, which most of the time back then it was Arkansas High. Okay. And uh, so I, w- I would write my stories, and then I would have all this time to build it. It was great. This year, the GM came in, like, here you go. You have 13 days to do this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to write, it was between 25 and 27 stories, something like that. And then I had to, like, turn around and lay the thing out. So so now folks listening are going to go, okay, you got to write 26 stories, we'll say, in 13 days. So you're cranking out two a day. How hard is that? So tell folks how hard is that? Well, it depends if the coaches get back with you or not. If the coaches get back with you, it's really easy. Okay. Uh, but when they don't, then you're you're digging. And you find out, or at least I did, a lot of these teams in Arkansas, I mean, they switch coaches all the time. So you're sitting here emailing a guy that's not even there anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> so you have to figure out who the new coach is and right. get a hold of them. It's, it's a process. And and you're doing that in the summer when there's yeah. not anybody at the school that you can call and say, hey, who's your coach now? Exactly. Yeah. So for D Queen, for example, I thought I was emailing the coach. Come to find out, he's not even there anymore. Oh, so that's had, fun. Yeah. So I had to figure out who was so the new coach. So do you shoot him an email with a form? Mm-hmm. Kind of like Dave Campbell does. Yeah, exactly. Just send him a form. It's, it's probably almost the same form. It's the same form that Johnny Green used to send back in the day almost. I think there's a few extra little things on it now, but it's basically the same form. Yeah, but there's not barbecue sauce on it now like when Johnny yeah, said it out. Yeah, true. Well, Johnny probably put a stamp on it too, didn't he? <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> now, do you actually have to talk to those coaches? You're sending them the form email, I'm assuming. Mm. You're waiting for the response back. They filled out the form. Is that it? Or then you picking up the phone going, all right, I need to fill in some holes. If, if there's some holes I need to fill in, I try to give them a call. Uh, but most of the time, like, they write so much because they care about these kids and everything. Right. I mean, their forms write the story itself. That's why if you're just writing the stories, it's quite easy. Okay. But if they respond to you. If they respond, yeah. You got certain coaches that just don't. You got to go chase them down. Yeah. Like they're in the same place they've always been. They hadn't got – it's not a new co- – I'm not asking you to name names. But they just won't return things. Yeah, and they're, without throwing names, I mean, this year I had to get a hold of two superintendents. Really? Yeah. To ring the bell and say, hey, yeah. can you get your coach to call me or you're yeah. not going to be in our edition? Exactly. Well, technically three superintendents, and that's when one superintendent is like, well, they no longer work here. Oh, well, and, that's a problem so. then. That's part of the problem I had with that guy. That's why <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he never answered his emails. Yeah. So, uh, but once you get a hold of the superintendent, it's, it's pretty quick. In hours. That's right. So. <laughs> Unless they're on a beach having a Mai Tai. Yeah. probably out of reach then. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, this is also kind of a uh, place where editorial collides with advertising because you guys build this thing around advertising from each area. I mean, mm-hmm. and I would think it's a relatively easy advertising sale. Everybody wants to support their local high oh, school yeah. football team. You want your players' pictures in there. You want your coaches' comments. I I gotta think it's one of the things that's pretty universal. If you go knock on a few doors, people are like, "Yeah, we want to support oh, yeah. the local kids." And also, uh, when you go lay it out, do you lay out ads first or editorial ads first? first? Ads first. Yeah, I have to. And uh, I think one of the funny things about that is when you're when I'm laying it out, first thing I do, like I said, is I go through, I put all the ads on because that's one thing I don't want to forget. <laughs> Well, you said that doesn't always pay the bill. You can forget the DC. Don't forget the ad. Yeah, yeah. And so schools like I'm going to throw Prescott out there. Okay, 
people in Prescott love their football. Oh, yeah. They sell just as many ads as Texas High Will, as Arkansas High Will, Liberty Allo, I believe it. I believe it. So before we, we lay out the pages, we have to do the math. Okay, it's 144 pages, so that means every school can have three pages. And then you start putting Prescott's ads on there, you're like, oh, man, their story's not going to be as long as the other <laughs> ones. And so you have to, like, either play with it or – apologize the next day like i'm sorry your community loves you so much but you got a little bit shorter story than everyone else but and they measure column inches oh, don't yeah. they oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody's out there with a ruler going wait a, wait a minute yeah wait a minute we got an 11 and a quarter inches yeah. everybody else got 12 right yeah they're like having three kids yeah they're, they're counting christmas presents yeah. <laughs> so for this edition and I don't know what your typical Sunday run is. Uh, well, let me back up. A, if I only get it electronically, only get the paper electronically, is the magazine going to be in electronic form as well? Yes. Okay, so if you have the Sunday paper electronically, you'll be able to flip the pages just like you had a hard copy in your hand. Yep, it'll be part of the that digital rep- replica of that day. Uh, I think it's going to be uploaded separate as well. Okay. So there's two ways of doing that, or you can just come to Gazette and get a physical copy, or wherever we drop them off every year, which you know, like your WalMarts, your Easy Marts, stuff right. like that. You get inundated the week after. People wanting one for Grandma. Uh, we had someone in last month, I would say, that was wanting last year's. So really, you yeah. got charged for it a year old, a year no. later? And you just take them out of our so hands. So we got a bundle. Please, yeah. over please. <laughs> take fifty. Nobody else that needs one. But you guys keep them on file. They're a good resource, aren't they? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that I like to do, especially when I was writing this year, is I go back and see what we wrote about last year, and then I kind of compare what we wrote about to what they actually did that season. And that kind of helps me write the story for this year because now I have an idea of what the thought process of coming into the season was, how it ended this year. Are we thinking the same thing, or are we going to change it up a little bit? so, yeah, I go through all those. Jason Hopkins joining us, sports editor for the Texarkana Gazette. We talk about the writing part of this. Photography part of this is is no simple task either, is no, it? No, no. He, uh, 13 days, 34 schools, and we added some new schools way out there that I still find questionable. But <laughs> The school's questionable or adding was questionable? I mean, I'll tell you, we added Arkadelphia this year in our, okay. in our magazine. All right. So... In a 13-day span, he had to go as far as Arkadelphia, as far as Mount Pleasant, and shoot everything in between. No, he is whom? JD, our okay. photographer. All right. We'll give him credit anyway. Yeah. We give you credit. We're giving Rick credit. we got to give JD credit. Yeah. And obviously, we use Kevin Sutton photos, too. Sure. Shout out to Kevin Sutton. Darn right. Uh, so when you say you go to Arkadelphia, now you guys are sister papers with folks in Little Rock, right? Yes, and Hot Springs. And so Hot like Springs. That area. So... Is that kind of how that's decided? Is will Arkadelphia be in Hot Springs and the Tuscana paper, or will it just be in the Tuscana paper, or will it be in the Little Rock? How, how does that work on who covers Arkadelphia? So when it when it comes to things like this, it's it's pretty much us. Uh, if they want to do Arkadelphia in theirs and Hot Springs, that's that's on them. Uh, but we we kind of run independently when it comes to that. We want to put them in the magazine they're in. Uh, in fact. Every year from now on, the plan is we're going to add three to four schools a year until. What? Yeah, I mean we you only have this... 144 pages. Well, no, last nope. year was only 112. Okay. So we added schools this year. Okay. We jumped to 144. We add schools next year. Maybe jump to 160, and just keep going up until. Until maybe, you get Dave. Maybe Campbell's. one. Maybe one day we're Dave Campbell's and Hootens. Who knows? Oh my gosh. Your newspaper prints in Little Rock. I'm assuming this same facility prints this? No, it's a different place. So you got to uh, go to a place that prints specifically magazine-type magazine mm-hmm. things. Wow. Yeah. And they ship it to Little Rock, and they put it in the paper, send it down to Texarkana. Uh, so for those that don't know, that's why sometimes our press – I mean, our uh, press starts are so early because we right. have to ship the papers down from Little Rock. So during football season, it's obviously later, but – if we didn't get your score in that night, my apologies. Not on me. Yeah, It's not your call. <laughs> no. Somebody else says, this is our deadline, this is our deadline. Yeah. You know, back in the day, we could hold the presses when it was here. But right. 
You mentioned you added Arkadelphia. Who else you had? Gurdon, Centerpoint, Mount Pleasant. Uh, there's a couple more I'm probably I not thinking I thought Gurdon had been in before. No. Really? No. Now, I was surprised when we this added is good to, who's, who's the head coach of the Go Devils this year? I mean, I can tell you if I look at it. Uh, uh, Rick wrote that story. That's what you do. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't. Oh, but, you did? Yeah. He handled a lot of the Texas. I handled a lot of the Arkansas. Right. So when you're writing a story with Go Devils in it, uh, do they hyphenate that? Or yeah, how? they do. <laughs> capital G-O hyphen, capital devil. There's a rule about it, isn't there? Yeah. I Better make sure you got it right. Yeah. So is, does advertising drive that decision we're going to add three to four no uh i mean i'm sure no no you guys said this is what we're doing there's a school that we haven't ever sold an ad for and they're still in it so that, well someone you can't a, avoid they don't have any they don't have any businesses maybe. it's it's about the kids actually there's two schools yeah i could see that I, it wouldn't be fair to leave them out just because of that no, no 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 but it would be uh advantageous to add some in that do have advertising yeah. You guys with no ads. They get bigger photos. <laughs> Maybe two photos. They get Prescott's extra. <laughs> the room yeah. that Prescott was going to have. Do you guys go back and use a lot of last year's photos, or you have to really no, be careful about that? And are you are you really just trying to get lots of practice photos? So this this year we actually went and shot a lot. All of them are going to be practice photos, except for one, I think. Uh, like actual live practice this year um there was a couple that we went to and it was like way out there and he calls me he's like third day in a row i'm out here they're not practicing what i do (laughs) shoot a picture of the scoreboard i don't know what to tell you so that's when we start digging into our archives trying to find something from last year uh and we try never to use someone who's already graduated right and that's that's the challenge of using a last year picture yes and that is anything oh I, I no doubt for some reason photographers I, I feel like they have an eye for seniors right <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy years ago had an eye for one uh softball player yeah <laughs> she was in every edition yeah, yeah, that was, uh, got a little creepy after a yeah. while <laughs> all right we're gonna take a break it's 18 minutes after five o'clock leaving the yard Second, the professor here on the fan 1079 jason hopkins from the gazette hanging out we're talking about the uh, football edition which Hits the newsstand this Sunday, and we're going to come back and start talking a little bit about no longer making the magazine, but who's in the magazine and what kind of things we're expecting to see this season. We're back in a minute here on Leaving the Yard. Leaving the yard, Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. We're talking about Sunday's Texarkana Gazette football edition. The annual comes out on uh, Sunday. It's in uh, newsstands. It will be in your uh, electronic version of the paper if you get it that way. So looking forward to that one. It is a keepsake, certainly, for anybody that's a football fan. I don't know if you collect them like they collect Dave Campbell's, but why not? Jason Hopkins, the editor of the uh, sports department here at the Gazette's, hanging out with us this afternoon. Now, have you – you said you've been laying it out for how many years? All 16. All right. Have you got copies of all 16? Well, <laughs> like personally or – Yeah, or? you got personal no, copies of them. No. How about since it's going to make it I've divorced since then. <laughs> things get moved around. And what about just the magazine version? I do have all the magazines. All right. You going to keep those? You going to collect so. those? Yeah. Unless, of course, there's a breakup or something and – no. <laughs> God. Hopefully I'm over that. Well, it's just, you know, when you're getting divorced, you know, you're kind of like ready to get out. So you just move what you do and leave what you 
You don't grab the football editions before your underwear? No. Oh. It's trying to prioritize life yeah. here. All right, I get you. Um, I guess this is the most you've ever written for one. Oh, yeah, by far. <laughs> by far. What's your? Pr- do you enjoy just getting there and laying out, or do you enjoy the process of writing? I enjoy the process of writing until it gets to the point where I'm calling superintendents like we were talking about. Uh, at that point, I feel like I'm losing time on designing. Uh, my goal this year was, are we going to have all the stories written in two days? I'll have, you know, 10, 11 days to design it. But it turned out it took me 10 days to write the stories and then three days to design it. So, Is design more important in magazine form than it was in the fold-out print form? There's less room to fill, so I don't think so. I think... Uh, copy kind of fills it up pretty well uh, in the old broadsheet form you, know, you had to get creative with photos and how many photos you ran uh, most mostly with the magazine you could run one photo in a story and get away with it you can make the photo even larger by running it into the second page in the spread so it's a whole lot easier to design than the broadsheet was now, do you ever see one in a trash can somewhere and go hey I put a lot of work into that I don't think I've ever seen the magazine in a trash can I've seen I've seen my you know stories you know in the trash can from the print edition but you know i've heard people say well they've seen it wrapped around a fish or they, <laughs> they, they've, as long as it's not in the boss's trash can it's okay <laughs> yeah. if it's in his trash can you got a problem now a few years ago you guys started adding um unique graphics when you got magazine style are we doing that again this year some schools okay uh it was hard to do that for every school this year just because I felt like I was doing 80% of it right. So uh, back then, you know, if if I was only writing five stories, I had time to do the graphics and everything. Okay. But yeah, there there will be some. So let's let's start talking about what we, what we know. We'll start in, in town here because you got four pretty prominent schools that are vying for your attention, I'm sure, on the cover. We can't really ask you about the cover because I know that's a top secret thing. Until uh, they start throwing papers on Sunday morning. But from what you learned, what do you think about the four in town? We'll kind of break these down for us as we go. I like all of their chances. Uh, I know PG on paper is probably a better team this year, I would think. Uh, The players, I mean, you got Akari Johnson, who I think is probably the best quarterback in this area okay uh you got a really good running back uh really good defense i mean you have lance jackson on the team i mean they're pretty they, these are all the same guys that was on last year yeah they're team. pretty loaded well, so and i mean you're they can only you got five or six division one talented athletes I, that's that's what yeah. to say i mean it's like their baseball team the same thing yeah and so you kind of have to start there as far as expectations. Mm-hmm. And Do you see any of the fun town exceeding expectations? Because even if PG wins state, I don't think they exceed expectations this year. I mean, Texas High, I think they all can exceed expectations. I mean, like you say, even with PG, even if they win a state title, I mean, I still consider that exceeding expectations because it's been a little bit. You got to beat Carthage. Yeah, you you got, do that, you exceeded expectations, I think. <laughs> well, honestly. Yeah. I mean, the goal is you're going to see Carthage at some point in time. Most of the people around the state are going to go, well, Carthage is going to win that. So if you beat them, you exceed expectations, get to a state championship. Uh, I agree. I think you're exceeding it there. So you say Texas High. Where do you think the Tigers sit in District 15-5A? Are we I, thinking I they're think good they're enough to win it? it? Okay, so yeah. winning the district's good. How far do we think the exceeding expectations means in the postseason? It's just so tricky because those when you start getting up there in the Class 5A and you get that deep into the postseason, I mean, it's literally anyone's game. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about 4A when you're that deep or 3A when you're that deep. But I think Texas High could well, – I feel like I'm going to get thrown under the bus for this. No, one. no under the bus. I think they could be a Final Four team this year. You're going to get thrown under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Texas High, to me, the difference between Texas High and Pleasant Grove is, and we've seen it the last couple of years, 
Texas has been really good the last couple of years, but they get into that Metroplex quicker, and the Metroplex in yeah. 5A is better than the Metroplex in yeah. 4A. Oh, no question. 4A is not the powerhouses in the Metroplex that Texas High has to deal with. And I don't care if it's the Houston Metroplex or the Dallas Metroplex. Once you get into those metropolitan areas in 5A, it gets tough really quick for them. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, but when you look at Texas High, just like Pleasant Grove on paper, all those players got better. You got two of the better running backs in the area on one team. You got a good quarterback who's back for, you know, who got just thrown in there last season and did really well, you know, under the pressure. So what is he like now, a seasoned veteran coming in? And he worked out a lot in California during the summer with, uh, he's telling me, uh, in a camp that actually had pro and college D1 quarterbacks in it. Nice. So, to me, that's what I would want in my quarterback. So, But they do have a lot of questions on offensive line. They replace, they lose a bunch of seniors on their offensive line. That's going to be really, for Jerry Stanford, the key of can we find guys to replace what were maybe one of the better lines they've had in the last 10 years. I trust. And they lose an offensive line coach. That's true. Jeremy Harrell was kind of an institution over yep. there. So, all that said, uh, I kind of agree with you, though. I think Texas could win that district, and I think they could surprise us. When you look at uh, Arkansas High in year two of Trey Outlaw, what do you see? A better team. Um, It's always hard that first year under a new coach, new system. But watching that scrimmage, I mean, there seems to be uh, be a tighter group now. And uh, I think – I mean, it's always going to be hard to beat Little Rock uh, Parkview. and some of those other teams in that conference, but they're not going to be above Hope and D Queen this year. They're going to fight and probably maybe third in the conference is where I would put them. Which would be a great year for Coach Allen. Yeah. yeah. Trey was in here a couple of weeks ago and he said, I think we'll be better than we were last year. Oh, and far. our record may not be better. Just because the the conference is so tough in his mind. That he, you know, he he talked about last year opening up with Watson Chapel, and he said, "I'd never seen anything like it. We had guys didn't know how to line up; they didn't know what they were doing." He said, "We were lost as a goose out there." But by the time we got to about week seven, eight, nine, ten, we're, we're starting to see guys are figuring it out, and we're really excited about this year, and we think we're going to be better, but we may not show up in wins or losses, right. which is how you build a program. You, first, you get them on the right page and in the right direction, and then you start figuring out how to win games. I think they'll be in the playoffs this year, though. That's all right. That's good. So you only had to win one more game. That's right. right? So, yeah. uh, And they were a half away in the conversation we had. Yeah, They had, they were tied, I think, and had a bad second half and, and blew a chance of potentially getting that fourth spot. Right. So I think they exceed expectations and make – the playoffs this year. Um, you, you said Akari Johnson, best quarterback in the area. People are going to ask, what about Nate Wall? Best player in the Arkansas side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about three or four. What's your expectations for Liberty Allo this year? Liberty Allo is a tough one um, just because of the four local schools. I think I know the least amount about them. Uh, coming in I always worked the Arkansas side when I was a sports writer coming up and everything. And then the one time that I did get to cover t- uh, Texas side, it was PG. But uh, from what I've been told anyway, there seems to be a lot of confidence with Dwaski Davis this season with his team. Uh, so what those expectations are, I'm not really sure. It'd be hard because they're still playing in the same district as PG and all of them. But I think they're better than – where are the other teams? Pittsburgh. They're better than uh, – North Lamar, North Spring Lamar. Hill. So they, they, I would put them behind PG and Gilmer. Yeah, that's kind of where I think. And uh, I think that's where Ellie realistically has to be. Unless you pull off an upset over one of those two schools or both of them, you're probably playing for third. If you lose to them and beat everybody else, you're third in the district. Mm-hmm. And if you can get to third in the district and not fourth, you avoid Carthage until – Regional final, which is where you want to be, which is where you want to be. You don't want to be fourth, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know if you want to be first. Well, it worked out last year, you weren't better off for no. being first because that's what got Gilmer a week earlier. Yep, with, <laughs> with Carthage, that's right. That's, that's for winning district, yeah. 
Have Carthage early. All right, we're going to take a break. About 32 after 5 o'clock. We'll come back and start moving outside the city. we got to talk about uh, Northeast Texas when we come back. Give you a chance to uh, feel what the rest of Bowie County, Cass County, potentially is going to have. Jason Hopkins, the sports editor for the Gazette, hanging out with us this afternoon. Quick timeout. We're coming right back. You're not leaving the yard. All righty. Welcome back. 25 till 6, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan. 1079. Now, tomorrow, don't forget Kirk and Company as we uh, have a chance to wrap up what would be tonight's Longview Texas High scrimmage. Yeah, Razorback Billy will have a full report on everything from field level. Everybody on Kirk and Company, uh, we're switching things up. Tuesday, Kevin's going to come in here. We're going to leave it with the network on Mondays. and. Uh, oh, man. Afternoon, leaving the yard. Friday morning, Kirk and Company, we still. Five days of coverage, but we're going to go Kirk and Company Tuesday through Friday for this year. Have all four local schools covered. I like it. Yeah. That's how we're doing it this year. Increase your pay. No, not really. No, I'm not doing that. No. Now, you just a break that uh, it, I told you we were going to come back and talk about Northeast Texas. He said, well, Rick, <laughs> we're, we're bunch of that. Yeah. And so uh, did you write any Northeast Texas articles at all? can't remember it's, it's all a blur I, I know i did but i can't tell you right now which ones well, how about how about the the in the county schools hooks redwater new boston decab pretty sure maud sims i'm pretty sure all those ricks but i do know <laughs> i do i do know Decab has a new coach and their their uh favorite running back is back winky williams oh who doesn't love winky williams yeah. well we don't know what happened with winky last year but glad yeah. to have him back yeah and the story might detail that a little bit. Just well, throwing that out there. I mean, look at Northeast Texas. Is there anybody out there that Rick said, you better watch this team or that team? That he he says that about all of them. Really? If you read his stories, all of them is going to win the state championship. <laughs> <laughs> we know another guy that's got that same M.O. Yeah. Everybody's going to be state champion. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this uh, is going to be the year Texas has hundreds of state champions. <laughs> hey, we're not far away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. Yeah, we, we've got A, B, C, and D uh, in each division. But He was a big fan of Hooks. I do remember that. I think so, yeah. yeah. I was, I'm kind of curious about Hooks because yeah. he's got his kid playing, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it'll be interesting to see what they do this year. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was in awe with a lot of the stuff when he saw it. So They're uh, breaking out new uniforms this year. I saw year. that. Was it the Powder Blues? Yeah, I'm not so sure how I feel about it yet. Yeah, I, I think you got to see it live. I think it looks better on the Titans. And the Titans? Yeah. The Tennessee Titans. All right. But, you know, Hooks, I've always, and I'm not a Penn State fan, but I do like their classic look. Oh, yeah. They've had a very classic. And that's what I've always liked about Hooks. That's why I'm a little on the fence with That's how I am, too. Uh, But I know kids like, you know, variations and different looks, and uh, everybody else in the area down through the years seems like they've added variations to it. and. Everybody's going crazy on these helmet designs, yeah. and Hooks kind of just stuck to the old basic blue and white, and that was it. Well, if it ain't yeah. broke, you don't have to fix it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the kids get that these days because when I was in school, you were lucky all your letters were on your jersey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> numbers Jeez. would fall off mid-game, whatever. Well, what? equipment every year. You didn't get. Oh yeah. Jerseys. Yeah. Now these kids are pretty special when it comes to their being on their uh, unis. And they should be. They're kind of laying their body out there for the school. They ought to be rewarded with some stuff they feel good wearing. I'm I'm okay with that. Should they put their names on them? Oh, names? Uh, no, I'm not for that. <laughs> I'm not for that. I because you're right. They they are going to reuse these things. Well, some varsity teams are going to reuse them. They well, usually have to hand it down. Whatever. I'm not for I'm not for names on them though. Yeah. That's the one place I'd go now. I'm I'm old uh, school. All for names is if they buy them up front. See, I don't like that. To the kids at the end of the year. I don't like that. Because you're asking, because in, in effect, you're asking kids who don't have the the resource, the wherewithal, that their kids, they're advertising. Yeah. Sorry, Johnny, money. Show he does, and he gets his name Wait, on it. Mr. Well, 
put them on all of them. If you're going to do that, then you got to put them on all. You can't buy them for some. Well, they do. But that's a little different. But that's a little different. That's your own personal choice. What I'm saying is, coaches back in the day, uniform meant everyone was uniform. Yes. You yes. didn't wear a sleeve. You didn't wear. Oh, yeah. But now, uh, you've got some kids that have some three pairs of socks on. When they go out there, they've got socks. A couple have got ankle braces. <laughs> okay, and you and I say, and we're laughing about it, but you know, up in the booth. That helps you identify kids oh, yeah. that may be hard to identify yes. if their numbers are difficult to read. I bought my kid a pair of pink soccer shoes one year. Today. Yeah, he didn't like it. Is anyone, <laughs> is anyone around here wear the, the visor yet, the dark smoke visor? I think a few kids wear visors. Yeah. Not very many, though. No. Most of the, I think most of the coaches want to look in the eyes of those kids when they get them on the sideline. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be having to take the helmet off. I want to see your face. All right, so we're not really uh, 100% sure on Northeast Texas because you didn't do those, so that's all I mean, right. You name a school, I can go to it. I have it open. Oh. We can talk about specifics. That's cool. We haven't talked about New Boston. and uh, we, we've, we've had Brandon Lane in here, and we've talked to him about Redwater. We've talked about Hooks a little bit. We have not really talked about New Boston. Who have had a lot of changes. Yeah. And have a famous defense coordinator now. Famous defense coordinator? Yeah, Kid from uh, played at the University of Texas, Melton, running back out of Madisonville, came over as new DC. I did not realize yeah. that. Really, Henry per- Melton? Henry Melton? Henry Henry Melton. Yeah, played, uh, Henry Aaron, Hank Aaron. Yeah, but he played uh, running back at Texas, then he moved defensive line, mm-hmm. and had a couple of coffee in the NFL, and went back to alma mater in Madisonville. Now he's at New Boston. Why didn't you get over this? the season it started the workouts whatever so yeah give us bunch of time now <laughs> boy oh boy that's stretch 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 all right go ahead jason i'm a slow reader but um judging by this this is rick's article <laughs> oh, man. um New Boston is going to have a team this year, right? Yeah, they're okay. going to have a team. And it looks like they're <laughs> they're going to be building off of last year's success where, I guess, in prior years, they they didn't do so hot. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking it's a lot. That's been a tough gig over there. It has been a hard. It's always been historically. They, they'll have up periods and then, you yeah, That's one thing that confuses me about Northeast Texas when – you know, I've been looking at it. Is you get out there, and you have New Boston, right down the street, what, or what feels like right down the street, you have James Bowie, and then yep. over here on this side, you have Decab. De- well, well, we just make like a four A school and no, roll with no, it. No, 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 no. That's what the state of Arkansas twenty five years ago made their. And that's schools. what I'm used to. Yeah, they yeah. consolidated her, but they made everybody consolidate to save money, and it does. It's a it's a money saving thing, but. In Texas, and it's not just football. It's easy to lay it at the doorstep of football. Everybody wants their kids yeah. to have a chance to participate. And if that means 1,300 individual high schools, that's what you're going to have because everybody wants their kid to wear their school colors and be able to get on the field. And you take three school districts and you consolidate them to one. That's right. You got five offensive linemen instead of 15. That's right. Yeah. Not happening. No, it's... And, and the communities are too competitive with each other anyway. You know, you, you mentioned DCAB. New Boston and DCAB. <laughs> Texas, yeah. There's no... If you went down to either one of those places, I'll tell you what, I think we're going to consolidate and put your two schools together. What do you think? I think they'd probably uh, both run you out of town. I, I, I think they're perfectly satisfied doing what they're doing and i'm a little intrigued with decab new coach they've had good success the last few years yeah it's been a period yeah I'm, I'm intrigued to see if that continues with them but we're hoping new boston i really like the, the uh, coach they had before um ooh, his name's escaping me now waltz uh I, I really liked him he was a good guy he was nice with us um he just couldn't get enough success to hang on there and i don't know I'm to combine and Decab in New Boston. I think that'd make a great movie. We could get really, yeah, call them the Titans and uh, the Titans. Yeah, and then bring no. them in here. No, maybe Bearcats. 
That's what it would be. That's is, you know, James Bowie talking about them a while ago. They were a state semifinalist last year. Yeah. And a new coach comes in. And, I mean, how often do you get to come in and just take over a state semifinal team like that? Well, when you've had success and go to the state semifinals, you're hot. you got to move on. Somebody's but getting out of there. This coach also has never been a head coach in his career. So, How many new coaches do we have in the area? So we got one in, in uh, DCAB. We got one in Bowie. One in James Bowie. Bowie. But we got a half dozen at least every year. You have is the coach dozen. at New Boston there. No, it's the second year. Second year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know Arkansas is. <laughs> <laughs> what did you said? It's always, it's always a carousel on the Arkansas side. Like one year you might be coaching here, and then next year you're you're coaching here. But the person that was coaching at that place went to the place that you were coaching yeah. at, and it's like why? I mean, both y'all. I don't get it. Well, and and even all the way at the top level. I mean, Bryant's head coach leaving and going to Conway. What the heck is that? Right. Of course, they had some issues, I think, at Bryant between coach and, and folks at the school, but that's such a weirdly lateral move, and it opens up one of the most impressive schools in the state, but all of a sudden a job that nobody thought was going to come open forever now is sitting there for the taking, and that, that begins a domino effect of people moving on to try to fill up that uh, – very uh, highly sought after job. That's true. I just it's a lot of moving. I don't, I don't know if I would be a, a good coach because I think if I ever got to the point where I had to leave, I would just call it quits. You just quit? Yeah, I don't want to. Would it be because you're having to leave the kids? Or yeah, uh... exactly. You're you're leaving what you built, and if it wasn't good enough, say for the score or whatever, I would. Is it going to be good enough? Sometimes they show you the door. Yeah, <laughs> they don't give you the choice. Yeah, you you get a call and they say we're not rolling you over, and you got to start looking. <laughs> All right, that's, that's what I mean. We're gonna take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Hi. All right, eleven till six. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan one zero seven nine. Uh, Texas High scrimmage starts in about an hour and uh, 10-ish minutes against Longview if you're wanting the uh, varsity version. Every year these two go at it uh, in, in scrimmaging since they don't play each other. And uh, it's it's very spirited. If you've never been to one of these, yeah. they tend to be... Uh, well, they've been hitting each other. They just haven't hit somebody other than themselves for a while. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it typically gets a little chippy by the time it's over. And I, so. I know having talked to some uh, Tiger cornerbacks the last couple of years with a chance to guard Jalen Hale, they were all measuring themselves by the fact that of course, Hale wasn't going to play very much, but right. like Hale had one catch for eight yards. See, we shut him down, yeah. kind of thing. And he took that, six snaps. That's, yeah. that's that's the way you look at it. But that's kind of how it is. And and the Tigers really do get up a lot for this scrimmage, so it should be a lot of fun in an hour or so. Jason Hopkins hanging out with us, the uh, editor for the Texarkana Gazette Sports Department, as we are uh, getting ready to see on Sunday the annual sports edition hit the newsstands. And we've been working our way around the area, so we'll come on into southwest Arkansas, where we've got uh, pretty good football in Ashdown, certainly. And here in Miller County, you've got uh, a Falk in Genoa. Yeah, and, and if I was going to – Foreman, don't forget Foreman. If you're, I'm going to ask you, which of those four do you think uh, goes the furthest this year? Well, Foreman has a new coach from Texas. Uh, but I think Genoa finally found its identity. I like where they're going. So you feel good about the Dragons? I do feel good about the Dragons. I know there was a lot of uh, – uh, not everyone agreed when they moved to away from the Class 3A to where they are now. and But, I mean, if anyone watched them last year, they <laughs> they really did well. And I think they're going to do even better this year. It's it's hard competing against bigger schools when your kids are getting their brains knocked in every year and like oh well, here we go again nobody wants to try out for football yeah. then it gets even worse and it just you can't seem to pull out of that and sometimes dropping down maybe a humble pie kind of thing but then it helps you figure out exactly where you fit in in the pecking order yeah and I think I agree with what they did. Do you really want to be in the same conference as Ashdown? yeah or they're they're about to move up yeah yeah, yeah. that that was a smart thing for them. <laughs> yeah. we'll play with fewer players and and just get somewhere where we can be competitive with our kids and I don't know if I've ever watched eight man, but it's actually really fun to watch uh those kids play just as hard and have the same goals as everyone else, and 
you know higher classifications but really fun games to watch and we bypassed mentioning trinity oh yeah which is also in that same mm-hmm. in, in that same caliber they've been very successful here they started their program a couple of years ago mm-hmm. you got a preview on them this time around yeah uh, and i think they lost uh well i don't <laughs> uh i think they lost their ad who went to uh lubbock so he jumped from trinity wow. to lubbock so, okay Hope he took his said drive. Yeah. <laughs> Hope he took his Gazette football editions with him. Uh, either way, uh, these smaller schools, it is it is kind of different when you're playing eight man football. You know, every, every state has their version of small school football, but uh, yeah, I think it's great, especially now that you know the passing games in vogue anyway. Heck, there are Friday nights when eleven man football looks like right. eight man or six man yeah. football now. Everybody's so spread out, just slinging it around. So. Yeah. All right, so what's it going to be? What's it going to take to be named Coach of the Year by the Gazette this year? So if you're looking at 2023, this litany of coaches that we have, who do you think's got a chance to be our Coach of the Year at the end of it? And what's it going to take for them to get it? Hmm. So let's say Outlaw finishes third and gets in the playoffs at Arkansas High. Is that enough? With, yeah, that's enough. That's enough to get him coach of the well, year. Depending on what the other ones do, that's okay. what I'm about to ask. All right. If we're talking about my other projection earlier, where mm-hmm. if Texas High goes and becomes a Final Four, then yeah, then it's Jerry Stanford. Yeah. Um, or if PG goes all the way, if PG wins it all, how do you know? Josh Gibson. Yeah. And if yeah. LE shows out and somehow finishes between Gilmer and PG. Really, a second place finish would get uh, Dawoski Davis coach of the year. I would it's not it. always about winning state. It's about, to me, making your team better. Okay, and that's what you know as a coach you're supposed to do. So okay. if you, if you somehow, if you're Liberty Island and you finish second in that district, would you not consider that coach of the year? I don't nomination? know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That that means I beat either PG or Gilmer. I, I won that one game. I don't know if that's enough. To- of the year. What if it turns out you beat one of them and that team beats the other one? All of a sudden, you're tri champs now. Yeah. You only won the one game, though. I, I think you got to do more than that. If Dawoski Davis ends this season with LE as the tri champion in that district, that's pretty dang impressive. You okay. I'm not going to I'm not going to argue it's not. I'm going to say you got there by virtue of beating one of those yeah. two schools. That got you to the spot. Expected to be. Not enough for me. I'm just giving you a path I love of Dawoski. how each coach could become. I love Dawoski. Not enough for me. Now, you got to get more goes, This is the exact rules. We should... no, you, no, you tell me now, not only did they finish tri-champion, but they got to the regional finals. Let's say they lose to Carthage. Now I'm saying there's your guy. Not okay. only did he, he he get himself a tri-champion, but he won three playoff games or whatever the number is to get there. Now I'm saying that's that's your guy. So it's just about playoffs? Um, it's They're in the play. Does anybody think they're not going to make the postseason? No, I think they're going to get in. So first or third, to me, doesn't make a heck of a lot of difference if it's the difference of winning one of those two games. But, yeah, winning some postseason games then would matter. Yes, winning playoff games would make a difference. That's me. When you ask me to come vote for Coach of the Year, that's what I'm going to look at. You get a vote? Well, Jason's going to – he's going to work me in there. You all get a vote. We all get a vote? Everybody gets a vote. You get a vote. It's democracy in action. For Picks of Righteousness one. Next week. Next Thursday. Because I'm here. I'm not here next Thursday. You already had this conversation. You're leaving already? Yes, I got a game next Thursday. I'm in McKinney next Thursday. Don't I have a game next Thursday? You don't have anything next Thursday. I think I've got a game next Thursday. Well, first you got to do uh, Picks of Righteousness with Hopkins. Wow. Where's your game? Don't, I think Lone Star's at home, Martha. <laughs> in Lone Star at home? I didn't write that preview. Home, so, Lone Star. Yeah. Game yeah. doesn't start till 7. You're sitting right here. Is it the uh, 25th? 24th. 24th, and it's next, next Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, So I'll be here with Hopkins. Yeah. Picks of Righteousness. Yeah, we'll do Picks of Righteousness. See? You have to leave the list. What? <laughs> well, you, you'll have <laughs> three for Thursday. You'll have three for Thursday. Oh, time out. We don't have college football next weekend. Yeah, I'm just trying to help you out. <laughs> 
Somebody's got to be playing. We don't have any college football. Game. We might have one kickoff classic See? or something. That's or... college football. Well, that's going to be a short piece of righteousness. <laughs> We're breaking Hopkins in slow, all right? <laughs> he doesn't Back mid-season, we have a week of college football. Whatever. You're jumping the gun there. Whatever. Anyway. All right, so uh, without giving us a cover thing, because we can't do that, then then give me your pick for player of the year, do you think? I mean, it's hard to beat Akari Johnson, I think. All right. He's the the hands-down favorite, it looks like. Yeah. I would would think so. Gosh, I hope he stays healthy. Oh, me too. I think he – we're going to be watching him for a long time, I think. Well, I hope so. I hope we're watching him for a long time this yeah, season. 16 weeks this season. Yeah, that would be time. nice. I, I mean, years ahead, we're yeah. going to be watching him. No, I get it, but I'm hoping we're watching him a long time. Watch him. Will we be watching him at the University of Arkansas, and will he be playing quarterback or defensive back? Well, he was recruited for a defensive back, right? Yeah. So I, I imagine that's where they're going to want But him. if he had a breakout year this year, yeah. other schools may come along and say, we'll come to our place and play quarterback. Well, and, and changing that offense – that opens, an opportunity opens to, him up the chance to show both sides of a game. Yeah. yeah, you're right. He may get a different set of offers. What do you think he enjoys more, though? What, DB or quarterback? Yeah. Only I want to be quarterback. Chicks did quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, quarterbacks get hit an awful lot. Yeah. DBs are out there on the edge. And granted, they got to come up and they got to deal with blockers and all that, but I don't know. If I was a young guy who had the chance to play at the next level of either one of those things, I think I got a better chance to move to the NFL as a DB. Oh, yeah. you, you've got how, you got 32 quarterback jobs. You know, a bunch of DB jobs. True, but if you saw the draft this year, everybody won't now. Don't throw a quarterback. I, I get that they are, but I'm saying the competition's pretty stout. I'm There's only 32 saying, of them. I know. You get a lot of DB chances. But you can always change later. How many guys in the NFL you ever seen change? Being quarterback to DB. Not very many. No, Dungy. not anymore. I used to do it all Dungy. the time. That's one. No, I'm Cromwell. Two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've gone back to what? The 80s to find I'm just quarterbacks. saying it's very doable. All right, we're out of time. Jason Hopkins, great to see you again. We look forward to seeing the uh, Gazette edition coming out this Sunday. Don't forget, you can pick it up newsstands or it'll be in your uh, electronic version of the Gazette this week. That's right. Enjoy the year. We'll get you back on again for Pixel right, Righteousness. I appreciate you. All right, we're done. See you guys later. You've been listening to Leaving a Yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan, 107.9. KCMC AM, translated on K300DW Texarkana. All sp-